RTD Live Talk, Detroit, number one midday talk show. Excited to be back. Looking forward to connecting and finding out what's on your radar. And uh, just came across some very interesting uh, uh, information about the CBDC white paper, discussion paper, whatever the Federal Reserve wants to call it, was just released today at 2 p.m. So for the last hour plus, I've been combing through it, just trying to understand exactly how they're going to try to paint this narrative as to why rebranding our current uh, currency is you know, going to be beneficial for us, the people. So we'll dive into that. And of course, I want to make sure I open the phone lines and get your thoughts on whatever else is happening. Lots of things to cover, but I think the CBDC or the EUSD uh, that it will soon be launched probably, you know, next couple months, year, give or take. Uh, the discussion table is open. And of course, the Federal Reserve wants to hear from you. So we'll jump into that. But before I do so, for those that are tuning in, definitely let me know where you're watching from uh, via the chat. And then when the phone lines open up, 313-462-0027 is the number to call and let your voice be heard. All right. So let me acknowledge a couple people. Then we'll jump in. So we got Barlight Broker in the building. Still excited about his gold chains. We got Gene checking in. We got Grove Mechanic. Uh, we got Road King 64 in Maryland. We got Pablo Pina. Uh, what else we got? Uh, MC Grove Mechanic. We got Vince checking in with us. Nobody special. How you doing, my man? Looking forward to connecting on Monday. We got Spare Dime checking in. Road King 64. Jason. We got Angie checking in from Kent, Ohio. Tim Benson from Louisiana. Deborah from Florida, JBW from Florida as well. A lot of Florida people in the building. Appreciate you. All right. So uh, I had a whole list of things I wanted to talk about, but it's probably maybe five or six different subjects, which, which I won't have enough time to actually get to them all. But I thought we can skim through the discussion paper together and get an idea as to what and what the primary selling points will be for the Federal Reserve to try to rebrand this currency. But this is the moment, I think, that I've been talking about for several years now when the current structured monetary order uh, officially hits the point where they will do whatever they need to do to try to sell us on the need for a new central bank uh, style currency while all along having destroyed all prior iterations of our currency up until this point. And so I'm, I'm not quite sure how they expect to get positive feedback from the public and in in basically the issuance of this new currency, but they're going to try to spin it out. And as I always say, you know, the ultimate goal, I believe, is to create enough desperation and destitute amongst the populace to where it'll be welcomed with open arms. And so just just some stuff that, uh, you know, I think is worth chiming in and sharing our two cents on. But let me just jump right in. And then I would encourage because I will definitely do more uh, later on today. But uh, let me grab uh, let me make sure all my windows are open. Give me one second here. And also feel free to throw out some topics or discussion that you guys might want to touch on as well. Let me make sure my windows are open here. Uh, let me make sure I'm on the right page. Give me one second. I apologize. All right. So I'm on the right page. So let me go back here. All right. So open this up here, man behind. All right. So today at two 30 this afternoon, the federal reserve made a tweet. And of course I follow the federal reserve. Every time they mention something, I tend to uh, check into what they're talking about, but it says, has the Federal Reserve decided to create a CBDC? With a question mark. Uh, of course, the CBDC has already, already been done, in my opinion. It says the Federal Reserve issued discussion paper at as first step in fostering broad, transparent public dialogue on CBDCs. And it goes through with a couple more threads here. And ultimately, it takes you to this site here on the federalreserve.gov, CBDC, frequently asked questions. So this is something relatively new, just put out today. 
and it gives you 10 questions uh, that they try to answer in a very simple format. And then they also direct you towards uh, basically downloading the PDF white paper discussion paper that uh, I was coming through, just trying to get ideas to what they're covering in there. And it's, it's very general, nothing detailed, no, you know, specific information as to how they're going to execute it, but just more so it's, a, it's they're trying to sell it as being something that will be good for you and I. And so let me go over a couple of questions here and then I'll um, let you guys uh, dive in further. We can talk about this, you know, probably more so throughout the week or next week as well. But first question is, what is a central bank digital currency? They give their little, you know, generic answer. Will a U.S. CBDC replace cash or paper currency? It says uh, they try to continue uh, safety and uh, availability of cash. And it's considered a CBDC as a means to expand the payment systems. Okay, expand it, right? Has the Federal decided to has the Federal Reserve decided to create a CBDC? And then they point you to the paper where they're going to talk about and get your feedback. Why is the Federal Reserve considering a CBDC now? What are the potential benefits? What are the risks? What principles will guide the Federal Reserve uh, consideration of a CBDC? Would a CBDC protect my privacy? How can I learn more about the CBDC or comment on the paper? What are the Federal Reserve's ongoing technological initiatives related to the CBDC? So those are just 10 quick questions they, they want to touch on. And then you actually go into the paper. And so I was combing through this thing, trying to just become uh, more familiar with what they're trying to do here. And so this is what it looks like on a service page one. It's a 40 page uh, white paper discussion paper, and it goes through a variety of subject matter. And of course, it, it gives no detailed information. But as I mentioned, it's a selling point. But one of the things that caught my attention uh, was the distinction. Go to page 29 real quick. I'll go to just a couple quick pages of things that caught my attention. And then I will uh, move on. You go to page 29 here. Let me get to this page here. It gives a it actually does a little bit of teaching. It talks about the distinctions in the types of currency, I like to say. So Appendix B, page 29, basically talks about uh, what's currently available now, the types of currency available, central bank currency, commercial bank currency, and then non-bank currency. And it gives figures as to the current um uh, amounts of units in, in existence. So as of November, it talks about as of November 2021, there was 6.3 trillion of central bank currency units. Of this, 4.18 trillion was a form of balances at the Federal Reserve and 2.21 trillion was in the form of circulating cash. And then it talks about commercial bank currency. And so to me personally, this is a part of the, this is the biggest transformation that they're really going to uh, be looking to uh, usher in. And it has to do with fractional reserve banking, which has been the primary driver of the expansion of the commercial money supply, commercial monetary base, because the banks are the ones that through taking out loan or through the consumers taking out loans, expands the monetary base. And that's what's coming to an end because the commercial banks ultimately are no longer needed, in my opinion, because at this current moment, this monetary monopoly that has taken place over the last 100 plus years has ran its course and it's time to move on. And so just to show you a little bit of some of the things I've been talking about over the last couple of years, I want to point as, into why that is. And so based upon the current monetary structure, the current Federal Reserve note that we have been utilizing for the last 100 plus years has ran its course because they ultimately drained all of the potential uh, economic purchasing power, present and future, 
out of this unit. And so, as I mentioned before, several years, President Biden will be the last administration under this current regime of monetary order that they have in place. And so as of right now, because there's not much left you can do with this currency, as far as the confidence remaining, as well as the world still continue to have faith and trust in this unit, it's time to move on. And so we see all central banks around the world moving on. They all have their versions of a central bank digital currency coming. And the Federal Reserve will be the last one because it's the war reserve currency for now. But here's something as well that I want to make sure I continue to highlight. So over the years, I've drawn up all types of diagrams. But here is the historical changes of the America's currency or money. And so as you guys can see here, this was updated last year. But as you guys can see here, we were already predominantly 98 percent electronic currency. And that same currency is what I'm talking about here, referring to the commercial bank currency. And so that has been the driving force to the monetary expansion on, on top of all the other things that they've created. But as we can see here, let me go back. As we can see here, according to the changes that have taken place throughout the several decades, we're already running on fumes as far as them having over they've over they've overdone themselves with the electrical currency from the commercial banks. And so now I think it's time to get rid of the commercial banks. And how do you do that? You basically centralize, centrally control everything into the hands of the Federal Reserve as as, as of now. We'll see if it actually works or not. But 98 percent of the currency circulation is already digital and it's through the commercial banking. But now, as this monetary scheme comes to an end, they're trying to solidify power for themselves. And what might be considered the last hoorah of basically monopolizing the entire monetary base under one roof. And that's probably going to be, you know, hopefully it doesn't succeed. But the Echoes building in, in D.C. will be the uh, final issue of our currency if this thing plans out the way that they have it. But as we can see here, this has been underway for quite some time now. And this creation or rebranding of the currency might be the last straw. We'll see. But anyway, back to this paper here. And another thing that caught my attention when you type in, uh, just look for the word interest. And so that's one of the primary questions is, will the central bank digital currency or the EUSD actually be able to earn interest in the wallets or under the, on the ledger of the Federal Reserve Bank itself? And so those are some questions that they're trying to have you have us, the public, answer. And so my personal opinion is that once this currency is rebranded in its entirety and it becomes a the ultimate surveillance coin, then there will be no interest being provided on keeping your coins parked there because the whole idea of, 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 of earning interest is that your currency was being utilized in the market through loans that the bank, commercial banks used to do to uh, provide you some, some, of, some sort of interest where that will no longer be the case if the commercial banks are no longer needed to actually hold your currency. So that answers that question right there. But then a couple other things here was – uh, concerns will be the supply of these units. So literally, I, you know, what I was thinking about earlier was the actual monopoly board game and watching how since how watching how that game has evolved to where even now for the kids, they have the digital version where they have credit cards and things like that. And the monopoly game to me will be the ultimate. Uh, let me see here. I'm trying to think uh, uh, ultimate approach towards what's currently going on now where they will be the dealer and the issuer solely and everybody on the board if you're not a part of the 
uber uber wealthy, a part of the establishment or whatever they, they give themselves names, uh, we give their names to, you will be left out. And your currency, which will be parked in their ledgers, will be solely used to control, manipulate, and to completely demolish any types of freedoms or whatnot. So, um, but anyway, so the white paper or discussion paper is available. I would encourage you guys, if you're interested, to, to dive through it yourself. Uh, I can put the links down below, but just something worth checking into because I'm sure there's a lot more in here, but haven't had a chance to go through it its entirety yet. But one of the things that uh, they're looking for uh, is feedback. So here is like a little survey questionnaire. It says Central Bank Digital Currency Feedback Form. So it is open to any and everybody who wants to provide uh, feedback towards uh, about 15 of the questions that uh, they kind of highlight. So it's kind of like they, they throw out the paper as like a textbook. And then they have this questionnaire here that you can answer or ask questions in accordance to the information that they share. And it said the Federal Reserve Board would take into consideration, yada, yada, yada. So now it's a matter of, you know, does anybody want to provide feedback? Because I don't think it really matters, but it's just something to uh, show that they're attempting to get the consumer's feedback. But yet, in my opinion, this has already been done and still science still delivered because they've already made it, in my opinion. And so just a last note here, and then I'll open the phone lines and look at your thoughts on it. Uh, there's more that we can learn about the rollout of CBDCs around the world uh, because there are several nations that are ahead of the curve as far as having introduced central bank digital currency. So here, just as of like think uh, two weeks ago, what is this? Uh, yeah, a week ago, two weeks ago, uh, the, the new Bank of Tanzania payment system set for a February rollout. So starting next month, Tanzania is rolling out their central bank digital currency. And there's a lot we can learn uh, from this because they are already operational in a lot of countries. But so some of the things we can expect that will be implemented into the EUSD or the Federal Reserve coin or Fed coin, whatever they're going to call it, uh, we can learn from right here. So give you an idea real quick. I highlight a couple of things. Uh, so the Tanzania Bank, they were set to launch it last June, chose not to due to all types of issues. But here are some of the highlighting things that we can talk about. So just quote, it says, we started the uh, pilot program in June that took on board three banks. So they are they rolled out the project and then started adding in the commercial banks to onto the ledger to use this new iteration of currency, along with two mobile companies, uh, Airtel and Tigo, whatever. So we know in a lot of those African countries, they use their cell phones as payment vehicles because most people in that region don't have banks. So the closest thing to a bank account that a lot of people in Africa has is their minutes on their phone, which they use as currency sometimes. So the merger of the commercial banks as well as private entities is a good example of what it, what, what will take place over here in the West. And so the, the name of the program is called National Payment System. No, no, we got uh, Tanzania, Tanzanian Instant Payment System is called TIPS. It says that interoperable, interoperable system allows transfer of payments between different participating digital financial service providers. So the inclusion or interoperability of all financial institutions in Tanzania will all be using the, you know, whatever brand of currency CBDC they're going to roll out here. So just as an idea as to what will be happening here, it says tips will operate in such a way that users of the digital payment system, including mobile money operators, all the cell phone companies says will be registered under a single platform so much so that anyone wishing to send money will only require to search the name of the registered recipient in the system. So the registered recipient, of course, over here will be utilized through social security number, all your you know tax information, stuff like that. 
And so that's how I'd imagine it be done in the developed world. And then it says here, currently, when sending money to someone on a different network, one has to go through a number of steps through different cha uh, charges as required by each uh, network uh, operator. And it says, according to, to the person who was talking, it says, after the first phase will be followed by the second, there will be a second, third, and finally the fourth phase, which will include tax payments as well as bulk payments as, as like whatever demand. So. So the Tanzanian CBDC has been rolled out in phases. And of course, each phase, you know, concentrates more and more control of the financial operations of every Tanzanian citizen into the hands of the central bank of Tanzania. And then the final phase here will be tax payments. I mean, they will be able to automatically withdraw payments from your digital wallet because it'll be on their ledger. And then last thing here says the preparations for the use of the system that will operate in card based payments Mobile banking, e-commerce, economy schemes, and internet banking was first put underway in June 2018. It says the system will reduce the need for cash for asserted transactions in the economy. So if the Tanzanian government was already working on their CBDC back in 2018 with the idea of getting this system up underway so that it can reduce the need to use cash, then you mean to tell me the Federal Reserve is just starting to roll out their discussion paper and consider the idea of launching their CBDC? Right. It is not the case. It's already ready to be done. And then on another note, I couldn't help myself. I want to touch on this real quick because this is important. I think this is all interlinking this whole digitization push that is already here. But as of today, this article came out, says the IRS will start using facial recognition this this summer and you'll have to send off a selfie if you want to pay your taxes online. And then eventually, if you want to be uh, get your um, whatever call refund checks, or whatever, you're going to have to have your digital ID information on the IRS server. So you got the IRS who collects taxes looking to further incorporate more of your identity into their system. At the same time, the Federal Reserve will be rolling out a CBDC, you know, wallet, wallet app or whatever. Those will be merged together within the next year or so to where you will have to have permission. This is all about permission. You know, as of right now, with cash in our hands and ability to use different payment apps to send transactions back and forth, doesn't require a, a, as much permission as this current uh, system that is being put in place will have uh, will require. And then just to give you a little bit of idea here, it says the IRS will require users of its online portal to create ID.me accounts. So we've been talking, we talked about the ID.me when it comes to the digital identification cards that's being rolled out in various states. And so I think New York has it. I want to say, somebody let me know, I think California has it. Uh, Florida is introducing it right now. And so... Basically, through your digital identification, which is what they would prefer to have because it's on a centralized server, a server rather, and it's going to be linked directly towards your rebranded currency that's coming soon. So thought these were some very important issues to touch on. But of course, we all knew this was coming. Now it's just a matter of timing. Will this stuff actually be able to be rolled out successfully or will they have hiccups and it fail? Hopefully it fails, but I'm curious to hear your thoughts. Uh, so Tony B says they need 5G for facial recognition. Uh, I, I would assume 4G would work because based upon this article here, 
uh, it's already operational in a couple of cities using ID.me. And it looks like just with generic, you know, facial recognitions or whatever they ask you to do, they can pick up your, your, the, the shape of your face with no problem. And with this article here, a couple of the issues is that people are complaining, saying that they were locked out of their accounts because the software glitches with the ID.me. So basically the, the criticism up front is that they're having glitches already in the system. And so if the, if there's a system glitch, you will be locked out of your account. And so one of the examples used in this article here was that a, a transgender person who on their driver's license said male on their passport it said female, there was a mix up. So they were locked out of their account for about three days trying to get that stuff cleared up. So um, yeah, but that's what's happening, man. This is, this is what's in the news on top of all the other you know stuff. And then of course, I, I'm curious to get your guys thoughts on the, UK dialing back, but Austria pushing forward. So there's different pockets in Europe where they're pushing forward with those mandates and stuff like that. But yet some countries are dialing back, sending mixed signals right now as to you know what's really going on. But anyway, let's talk. I'm curious to hear what you guys think. Uh, will you be diving deeper into the CBDC white paper or will you just leave it alone? Will you be submitting uh a little bit of uh, your Q&A to them. Uh, curious to hear what you guys think. As well as feel free to throw out any other subject guy you guys want to touch on. I'm open to talk about it or throw off some comments or in the chat. We'll definitely touch on it. So phone lines are open. Let's uh, let's talk. Curious to hear what you guys say. Uh, that I said, where are the crooks at the exchanges? <laughs> what are we talking about, TB? They can figure out how to keep this economy going. Never mind creating a new system. Um, Very true. But you see, they putting forth the effort. <laughs> they got to try or else they'll lose complete control. And I think they put they put forth too much effort to enslave humanity to let go of it now. And so I'm hoping that through all the res- pockets of resistance around the country and around the world, that it's enough to slow down, thwart or even eliminate their plans. So that's what I will be hoping for. But anyway, let's talk. Hello, Carl. What's your name? Where you calling from? Mike, Tony from Oakland. How you doing, brother? TB, doing good, man. What's on your mind? One more again? Yes, sir. We are. Yeah. One more time. <laughs> What's uh, going on with you? I, I I still think that we're giving the Fed too much credit. Okay. They they can't even decide how much money to put in the the economy that mm-hmm. they don't print mm-hmm. and, and only in bank reserves yeah. that nobody uses. Mm-hmm. So how are they going to make a CBD, CBDC that everyone can use? That, that's a new, and you've got to go through the banking system. You got to rewrite laws. You got to you got to do a whole bunch of stuff that they can't do in a year. Oh, no doubt. But, but but my thing is, it's it's being presented to us with this, you know, the release of the, the discussion paper today and all the the buildup of the talks as if it's new. But you know, I, I you know I imagine that they had this structural stuff worked out years ago, just like Tanzania. So if Tanzania was they started working on it in 2018. You mean the Federal Reserve is literally waiting till like this year to have this stuff ready? So I think I think they're deliberately playing dumb to make it look like they want our opinion. But I think this the infrastructure was already set up, you know? So that's just my opinion. So No, you, we we mm-hmm. dumb for thinking that they're smart. Yeah. <laughs> they, they are not that smart. Because if they were that smart, we wouldn't be 28 trillion. But here's the thing. But but that was always the plan, though. The plan was to drain the world or enslave the world with debt by buying up real things with fake currency. So 
it don't take a genius to just type in digits into a keyboard and incentivize people to go out and spend with you know easy access to credit where everybody in this country is ultimately ultimately financed their entire life. That don't take a genius to do that. <laughs> the Rothschilds well, years ago they perfected they didn't perfect but they tried to perfect the concept of central banking and that's what's enslaved us. No, 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 no. Okay. The, the the intention of 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 the the money or the dollar was just a means of 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 saying that this is worth that amount. Mm -hmm. there, it was not a profit. It was not uh, to get rich. It was not. It was not that that aspect that we're thinking of money as. Mm -hmm. It was just a means of of, of transferring money from uh, transferring an item. And a, a uh, an exchange between two two things. It, yeah. it was not, never meant to be. Okay, if I have trillions of dollars in the bank, I'm rich. It was yeah. never that. Yeah. So it doesn't matter how you go down the line to say, okay, Bezos has got is worth X trillion. Uh, what's his name's worth? They're, they're, it's all on paper. Yeah, they're, definitely. It's yourself. There's only two trillion dollars in actual cash in the economy. Right. Right. But but so but the, the majority of it. But, but but the overwhelming majority of the currency in in circulation is on a commercially commercial bank ledger, which is a part of this transition they're trying to take us out of because they want to no, they want the ultimate only, control. No, it's it's only on computers, right? Computers, but computers issue through when you sign your mortgage, you sign your car note, you sign your this, you sign your this, whatever you sign your signature to. That's the initial. That's the expansion right there. The of the majority of the units in circulation. And that's where, as I mentioned before, the fractional reserve lending model is no longer needed now because they're ready to rebrand the currency even further towards the the only sing, a single ledger, which will be through the Federal Reserve if they succeed. No, because the Federal Reserve can't print money. They, but they don't need to print paper. They just need to type in numbers on a screen and put it in your digital wallet. And you tap your phone. What are they and you doing now, shop. Mike? Huh? What are they doing now? The commercial banks right now are the no, ones no, that allows you to do that. Doing? Huh? doing now the fed right now they're jawboning talking as if they can really do something and they're basically buying time until an event occurs in my opinion so they're talking okay. big but they really can't do anything i do agree with you they don't have much control at all they're waiting on an event in my opinion because i don't think they'll be able to accomplish none of the things they say they will because they're stalling the federal reserve is stalling they're buying time i bet you anyway go ahead i that. Huh? I respect that, but what the Fed is doing, and you can look, you can look at their playbook. Mm -hmm. What they're doing is creating digital numbers on a screen and calling it bank reserves. Correct, correct. And it, it stays on it stays on their ledger. It stays on the Fed's ledger. Correct for the banks. Correct. It's it's the life the it's the life bank, support for the banks. It, it's support for the banks if the banks so choose to use it. Mm -hmm. And the banks are not using that mm -hmm. because they've got their own method. Mm -hmm. they, they're the ones that's printing the money. The banks are the ones that's printing the money. Mm -hmm. And the Fed wants you to think that they're the one that's doing it. Way back when, when they talked like, oh, we put trillions, uh, when Paul, when they first, this thing first kicked off, we put trillions in to save the economy. You didn't do that. Mm -hmm. The markets did that. Yeah. So, you know, all the Fed is doing is just jawboning us to death. And they, they, they go from, oh, you know, the, there's too much money. Oh, inflation. What was inflation last year? If you look up inflation last year, I bet you you'll come up with 6.8. Yeah. Inflation this year is 7. So you're only arguing with a two-tenths of a point. <laughs> but they want to make it seem like it's it's 7% it's 
from day one. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're only arguing over point that's two tenths of a percent. Where are we going with this? They, they're jawboning us, and we're falling for everything they say. Well, watch this. They're jawboning us because they're they're pretending as if they can control things, and because there's yeah. there, there's there's something else that they want to accomplish. So ultimately, what do they want to accomplish? They, they can't accomplish anything without Janet Yellen saying yes to it. But yes, she will. That's why they that's why they put a former Fed chairwoman in the Treasury. So that whole merger of the Fed and the Treasury, which is already taking place. When it's time, when the economy crashes, when things hit the fan like never before, it's going to be very easy to go before Congress asking for legal tender status for the CBDC. And so it's it's quite predictable. But it's in my opinion, I think they're literally stalling. Like the Federal Reserve is stalling. They're trying to buy time because I think they're hoping this Russia situation kicks off to where that'll help, that'll help, help them get off the hook <laughs> because they can say we were attempting, we were trying to, we wanted to raise, we wanted to, but – Russia, you know what I'm saying? So, or cyber attack, or, you know, and, and Dr. Fauci said we're only in phase one out of fa- out of five phases of this whole pandemic stuff. So I just think they jog on it too. So I, I don't I don't I don't want to give continue to give them much credit. I just know that they they're 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 basically running on fumes with, with excuses and stuff, and they need it, they need something to they need something to jump off in order to continue this narrative and, and, and get us into something else. Cause this thing on my shoulder here, people ain't gonna want it pretty soon, if not already. The thing. What, what is Fauci? Fauci doesn't have the credentials. Oh, he don't. But, a, but they but they allow a, him right. to take the platform as the representative of the of all physicians in this country. Whether I don't like him, I could care less about the guy. I think he's corrupt and evil. But he right. gets all the mainstream news because that's what they want. They meaning the people trying to orchestrate this, you know, this this reset or restructuring. So that's just my so opinion. Who is running yeah. the country? You know who's running the country by what? But what you can't talk to them about, you, you can't say anything to Facebook. Right, you right, can't right. say anything about Big Pharma. <laughs> you can't say anything about the banking system. Very Those true. are the people that are running this country. Biden Very has true. nothing to do with it. Fauci has nothing to do with it. Big Pharma's running this country. Yeah. I, and Although, it, used to, it used to be, you know, the, the military industrial. Are, you, are they still a part of the equation? Or is it coming? It was, it was, Mike, I, I, I had to push back on that because people uh. think it was the military. He said a military industrial. No, he said military industrial Congress. It wasn't complex. It was Congress. They changed that. Okay. So, and, and, and as you can see, mm-hmm. Congress is the one that's behind all of this because they could stop this, yeah. this, this, this COVID thing. They could stop that in a heartbeat. But they're not. They could either pass the law because they're the ones that make the laws. They could pass the law and say everybody needs a shot. Yeah. But they don't do it. They can say in the banking system, they can say everybody needs a CBDC. And we're going to allow our, our Federal Reserve to do it. But they don't do it. But they, that's, that's how the, you know They, they don't do it because they really can't do it because they would not be able to remain, remain in their seats or remain employed if they did because there would be so much chaos they would literally lose control. So they got to basically go along with the flow and play dumb because I think majority of them, they know what's at stake. I can give you $29 trillion on books and $100 and $200 trillion off book reasons why they won't make no – they won't really do nothing drastic. They're going to take orders slowly but surely just because they, they have too much to, to lose if they do try to do something disruptive, in my opinion. That's why I think you know you got some of the – like the, 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 the what's his name? Uh, Rand Paul and you know the Margie Greens. You got a couple people who are allowed to you know, get out of pocket and talk big and bad, but nothing ever gets moved forward because they can't, they have to do they'll never get enough support. No, all they have to do is give you $1,200 a year. 
or, and you shut up. Or, All they got to do is open the border up for your family to come in and give you give, give them $30,000 and a place to stay and free health care. Yeah. And they vote for them. Yeah. They shut up. <laughs> I mean, they, 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 they don't have to do much. And it's their true. money anyway. It's ours they're giving away. Very true. Hey, TB, man, I appreciate you as always, man. Good pushback. Let me get a couple more calls in. All right, brother. I love you. Keep good Be good. Hello, Carl. What's name? Where you calling from? I'm calling from Miami. Uh, Miami. What's going on? What's your name, my friend? Uh, no, nothing. I just actually wanted to call because um, you know I kind of disagree with what the last guy. A lot of the things that he was actually saying, mm -hmm. um, and the reason why I disagree is because I don't think he understands the interconnected nature of like these groups. Mm -hmm. You know, he just thinks that it's one monolithic person here or one monolithic person there. Or, you know, all this, but it's actually, it's an interconnected network of people. That's why when you go to Australia and Canada, they have the same, basically, policies as England and, and places like this. Yeah. There's there's an interconnected nature to all this, to this whole system. And the fact that, you know, we're seeing this kind of narrative all over the place in the same way, it's not that, you know, the Federal Reserve... Uh, is not interconnected with the other central banks mm -hmm. around the world. Mm -hmm. You know, they're all together in right. this. Right. That's why we call them the cabal, you know, in a sense. And if you know who the cabal is, it's usually a group, a certain group of people that are usually behind these things. Yeah. Very true. You know? Very true. And there's this interconnected nature, and they deliberately want to implode, mm -hmm. in my opinion, United States, and they 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 make their intentions very clear. Right. I mean, with BlackRock buying real estate, you know, making it almost impossible for people to purchase property. Right. I mean, you have the continuous manipulation of gold and silver right? Right. because they know that if this goes running, they know that it's the end game. Right. Very true. Right. And they and they allow cryptocurrencies to just go up to even sixty, a hundred thousand. They don't put pressure or try to stop it the way that they do with precious metals. Right. <laughs> very true. <laughs> very true. You know, it, it, it's just very obvious. I mean, if like if you're looking at the, if anything, they're promoting. In my opinion, the way that I, I'm looking at it, like kind of work out it, I try to put on my evil villain uh, hat. What would an evil villain do? Mm -hmm. I would want people to go into cryptocurrency because their only exit would be the CBDC. Yeah. Mm, yeah, right. Good point. You know, because what accident, I mean, if it has no value, well, you're going to have a flood of people just going into the CBDC, and you're going to have that way, that being the only way to convert the money, right? You right. can't, you're going to have to go through these layers through the banking system. Very true. Very true. And that's, that's, that's exactly what they want to do. I mean, it's very evident, very clear. And it's, and to me, I don't see these things anymore as coincidences. I used to see them like, you know, I was more ignorant back in the day when I was like, oh, you know, Bitcoin came out. It was a, it's a free market currency. <laughs> Absolutely ridiculous stupidity. It's not a free market currency. Yeah. It has backing from people like MIT. Milton Friedman was talking about uh, uh, central, I'm not centralized, peer-to-peer uh, -peer currencies that you could talk, that you can send from anywhere across the world. Right. These things are not conspiracies anymore. These are just the facts and things that they've been planning for a very, very, very long time. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I agree. Hey, man, but you I know? appreciate you. Let me get, get a couple more calls, but I appreciate you for calling and sharing your insights, my friend. Thank you. 
No problem. All right, be good. Bye-bye. Yeah, good stuff, man. Good stuff. I, I, yeah, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of interesting information within that discussion there. And always, let me, I, you know, I hate to, like, you know, give. I don't like, you know, like it's like, you know, giving credit or I don't, I don't want to make it seem like I'm, you know, giving credit to the bankers or the institutions and like that. But once again, like the narrative was painted a long time ago, like 2018 ish now is the time frame where we're witnessing the burning of fiat currencies, like confidence is being lost, purchasing power diminished. And they're supposedly, you know, coming out with the solutions that they have created themselves. So that's why nothing is by accident to me. Everything is intentional. And here we are now. You know what I'm saying? Here we are now. And the Great Reset, even today, I saw some about the fact checkers are talking about how, you know, misinformation is out there talking about how, you know, the Great Reset is being categorized as being something bad and evil. But yet, really, it's about how to help the economies come together after COVID and stuff like that. So they're trying to spin it. So anything that has anything to do with being fact checked lets you know that they're trying to cover up a lie so just focus on the fact check stuff and who's talking that stuff and then you'll find out what the truth is what they what what they don't want you to know but anyway just keep going keep moving hello carlos hey, calling from? Mike, how are you doing doing well what's your name good i'm jazz i'm calling in from seattle jazz from long seattle. time listener appreciate you yes man. sir long what's going time? On? i'm i'm jazz a long time listener calling in from seattle yeah. Um, just want to say, um, man, there's a lot to talk about, mm-hmm. but let's all remember that at the end of the day, this is a spiritual thing because everything else that we're talking about yeah. leads to the monetary, the yeah. physical, right. uh, and those possessions um, are just part of the materialistic world, right. uh, be in the world, but not of the world. So it is great to talk about current events mm-hmm. and world news, but at the end of the day, Everything revolves around our soul, so oh, I just want to say uh, thank 100%. you for balancing that out. Mm-hmm. And I'll let the uh, I'll be off the line to let other people call in. Thank you. Appreciate you, man. Good, good reminder. <laughs> thank you. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff, man. Appreciate that. Definitely, we all know the essence of everything. Everything we're talking about is ultimate distraction to keep our attention going here and there, while they try to execute, you know, a very evil satanic plan of world domination, complete world domination. But, you know, in order to get to that point of revelations, all these things, unfortunately, have to occur. But yet that's a good thing if you are aware, awake and definitely taking action as far as, you know, continue to, to, to dial in man, and plug in your soul and stay prayed up and help other people and do all the things that is required in this life to be of service to other people, man. All right, let's keep it moving. Cryptos along with gold and silver are anti-debt units. And Levi, appreciate you, man. So, yeah, so we can just look at the crypto market. They, you know, it's right. Well, it looks like it wasn't a green, but yet we see this is this is the the, the web 3.0 stuff that everybody's so excited about. NFTs are the primary subject matter on the mainstream news. You got everybody, you know, on Wall Street now getting into NFTs. And so, of course, there's opportunity if you are, Awaken aware and involved in that stuff. But uh, the most important has been the activity in the silver and gold space over the last 48 hours. So just looking at these numbers here, we've gone up, I think, maybe what, 60, 70 cents in the la- uh, you know, per day over the last uh, 48 hours. And so now it's a matter of, you know, who's losing control of this? Are they losing control of this or are they ready to let this thing rip? Because ultimately, it's all about control and it's all about how can this control benefit them? I mean, the bullion banks and the banks themselves. So are they ready to let this thing rip and go long with everything and benefit off the rise? Cause they suppressed it so long. 
And still to this day, JP Morgan, to my knowledge, is still sitting on the biggest stash of silver because silver is the ultimate Achilles heel of this monetary system. And it's the ultimate form of a kryptonite towards this evil cabal system that we all are up against. So continue to stack and get your weight up regardless of whatever else happens, because it will definitely reward you in a financial sense, you know, in the future. But uh, anyway, let's keep it moving. Uh, it says, Mike, you're on point. They just don't need a black swan event to roll out the CBDC because that country will be in turmoil and it's only a way to get people money to survive uh, part of the plan. Right. No, 100 percent. Like I literally believe as I was watching this whole Russia, let me actually pull up some stuff. here. Let me I got some more stories here. Let me find them real quick because I wanted to. Let me see. Where is it at? Uh, shoot. Anyway, but listen to Biden today. Talk about. Let me go grab that a little bit. He actually talked, you know, like they're literally, they're literally trying their best to sell the world that uh, Russia is the aggressor in this whole situation where they're basically saying if, if Russia does anything that looks like they're trying to get involved in Ukraine outside of what they've already done, there'll be consequences. And this hearing Biden speak here in this little press conference let me share this with you real quick uh i'll zoom in and i'll point and plan it but he's saying i've been absolutely clear with president putin he's been clear they use they love using the word let's be clear let's be clear he said he has no misunderstanding if any any assembly russian uh, units move across the russian ukrainian border that is an invasion if putin makes this choice russia will pay a heavy price yeah Okay, sure. So they're literally there. So the U.S., whoever's controlling the U.S., is looking for a fight. Why? Because they literally need, in my opinion, they need to help out the Federal Reserve because that's why the Federal Reserve come out is trying to do something that has never been done before. You know, they're trying to really backtrack on everything they've done right now. At the same time, U.S. is looking to just have Russia do something stupid. So it's unfortunate, but I, I it just makes it hard for me to believe that there's not some type of an event coming. Uh, in the very near future because of the Federal Reserve inability to, to try to cover up and keep this thing on track because literally the train has fallen off the track if it's not already. And they have yet to really uh, want it to be exposed to the world that they have already, already lost control. Uh, Manico, what's up, my friend? Looking forward to connecting tomorrow. It says they'll do a good job just like they did in Afghanistan. <laughs> Yeah, but, you know, Mario, we all know that the goal is to hand Afghanistan over to Asia as a little bit of a payback for their patience in allowing the West to do what they've done for the last 100 plus years and try not to make it quite obvious the way that they did. But it's all, you know, it's all show, man. It's all literally public theater in real time. But anyway. That's all she wrote for today. Got to make some moves. I appreciate everybody for hanging out with me and sharing your two cents. So I want to encourage everybody to uh, take a dive in further. Let's talk about this. Well, you know, definitely, Mario, I know we're going to talk about this. But uh, the Fed discussion paper is out. Now it's a matter of uh, how they're going to try to sell this to the public to get buy-in rather than uh, it get rejected. So hopefully this stuff gets rejected. I'm hoping it gets rejected. Because we don't need it. We don't want it. We want the Fed literally to just get out of our lives, take the IRS with them would be ideal. But uh, let's, get, let's just take it one step at a time. And then also we got the IRS doing facial recognition. So, yeah, they're trying their best to make sure they have us live through our phones. <laughs> 
But anyway, uh, that's all I wrote for today. Appreciate you. As always, hit the thumbs up button for your support for the channel. Back at it tomorrow at noon with Mario, Manico64, Mike and Mario Show. Definitely join us then for the discussion. Bring some questions, some thoughts, and we'll uh, get back at it then. But other than that, everybody, be blessed, be safe. I will see you guys tomorrow. Peace. Visit Rethinking the Dollar throughout the day. Your place for news on metals, gold, crypto, you name it. Scroll down to the bottom and you'll get a chance to see the daily videos, the recommended videos, and more importantly, the five reasons to unplug for the monetary matrix, with the first one being the awakening period. Step number one, test your dollar IQ. 10 simple questions, average is 60%. Follow up with the alternative perspective with the monetary reports. Consider becoming a supporter of the Rethinking the Dollar platform via Patreon. Get a chance to hang out off air as well as additional information that can't be discussed on YouTube. Any support is helpful. With the crackdown on alternative media, the best thing to do is to connect off air. Scroll down to the very bottom. You can find Rethinking the Dollar on Telegram, Audio, Facebook, Twitter, Parler, you name it. The most important ones will be the email list where you can get notified weekly, the Discord page, and make sure you connect on Telegram. And last, don't forget to visit the RTD store where you can get merchandise as well as additional information and resources. And most importantly, scroll down to the bottom and get your weight up with all the limited edition rounds only available on the RTD store.